Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com with Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap. They're on fire. Boom shakalaka. Two hundred strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. This is the list in your boy for Fightful Wrestling for January twenty first, twenty twenty two. We're so happy that you guys could be here. We're going to be uh, live on FightfulSelect.com right after that. Posted some news on Edge's limited date schedule with WWE over on Fightful Select as well. Just because it's Christmas time doesn't mean we're slowing down the scoops. We're going to have exclusive info there all week long, all weekend long. Jimmy, how you doing? Sean, you know anybody that wants to buy a slightly used piece of shit Shure microphone? No, but I know somebody who tries to get us demonetized immediately as soon as the show starts. So this piece of shit oh, came thanks. back to me. Came back to me last Friday. I can't get it on camera. Came back to me last Friday. Told it worked fine. I tried it yesterday because I know what you're going to say, Sean. You're going to say, "Why do you wait until before the podcast?" User error. Tried it right. Tried it yesterday. Worked fine. Tried it at two fifty-five Eastern time today. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Damn. Well, maybe so, hold that a little bit further away from your face. So I get to be Melcher again. 
So yeah. good for me. I like your background, man. Yeah, working on it. Working Looking on it. Good. Got some got some nice little things there. Got the studio over there. Um working on the background and then I think it's almost done over there. So I'm hoping I can have that done very soon, but so the pictures you showed me, you had like a pretty pink lighting back there, but now I only see it on the neon light. What do you mean? So you showed me pictures where you had like this really, he had this really like, you know, sexy black and pink lighting back there. You know, it had this dark. Well, it's, it's also daytime, Jimmy. <laughs> Have you never heard of curtains? Like I thought there's a way you can make I mean, it. Like that all sure. The time, but I've got my lights on as well. But um, also if I turn it up too bright, it's so bright that it doesn't show up on screen. Uh, so I have to kind of turn that down a little bit, but I'm, I'm liking it. It was, it was a pretty good, good purchase. I'm enjoying investing money in the studio and stuff. You know how long I was trying to get into a new house and all that stuff. And now I actually, I like look forward to investing in where I live and, and all that good stuff. But yeah, uh, guys leave a thumbs up. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, donate a super chat or a humper chat that gets your question or statement read on the air. So if there's a topic that you would like us to tackle, you can uh, donate a super chat here at youtube.com slash fightful, or you can head over to humperchats.com and maybe you want to drop one for the AEW show tonight. Humperchats.com is a good way to go ahead and be able to do that. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. And uh, Daniel R says, where will FTR versus Briscoe's rank as far as a trilogy of matches? Not okay to Okada Omega, but it's pretty dang high, right? Listen, if somebody wanted to rate it as high as Okada Omega, I wouldn't have a problem with that, especially if they love tag team wrestling. Uh, I think it's one of the, the greatest trilogies I've ever seen in wrestling, Jimmy. I have not yet seen the match from uh, the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Oh, because amazing. Yeah, I, I've heard about it, and I want to see it. Some called it the best uh, dog collar match of all time. Looking like he's about to give an awkward best man speech. Oh, no. If, if this was so, I have done best man speeches. Yeah. And I actually like doing speeches at weddings. I don't know if that surprises you, Sean. No, I, actually, I, I could see that you would like doing Yeah. That. I actually like it, but normally I have a pint in this hand. Uh, and normally I'm not wearing a Under Armour shirt and a Know Your News hat. Check out knowyournews.com. So uh, that's the difference. And uh, Michael Taylor says, Hi, Sean. Hope you're feeling better with all this Lacey Evans Twitter stuff. How long before WWE says enough is enough given her social media history? Select is the best $5 any wrestling fan could, can and should spend. I wasn't going to talk about this at all unless it was brought up in a super chat or humper chat. Um, so, I mean, like, I've it's been overwhelmingly positive towards me. I'll say that. Like, there have been a couple of pretty ignorant people. I just want to say this. I ain't trying to get Lacey Evans fired. I ain't trying to get Lacey Evans canceled. Any of that bullshit that that anybody pretending to be mad at me over that is is saying. Um, I've lived with very like like extreme ADHD my entire life. My sister is uh, autistic, nonverbal. Jimmy, you you know the line of work that my wife is in. She's worked with hundreds of autistic people. Actively does um, the, the the tours of wrestling that I did for a year and a half were all for the Southern Ohio autism project with largely autistic audiences as well. Like we would cater the shows largely towards them and, and what they would enjoy met with them afterwards and stuff. Um, I've, I've done a, I've done a lot of work. It's very, I'm very passionate about that specifically. And when I saw something like that, it ain't political. It ain't anything remotely like that. So if, if you're trying to say it's political, no, it's not. 
No, it's not. This is about something that I live with every day of my life, whether it be me or somebody that I really care about. And I don't, I don't know her to say, oh, she's a bad person. She's this, she's that. And I don't pay attention enough to her, her political beliefs or anything to, to know or have known. I, I don't really care what she thinks politically. But to me, this was something that that misinformation that was shared. And again, it wasn't her saying this absolutely is what's happening. It was misinformation that was shared from an outlet that just got sued successfully for nearly a billion dollars for dangerous misinformation. The leader of that literal, that, that outlet got sued for almost a billion dollars for misinformation. So yes, I took exception to that. I had people say, why didn't you DM her? Well, uh, first off, I don't owe anybody a DM when they post misinformation publicly, but I absolutely would have. Her DMs weren't open. So I tried to send a tweet directly and say, hey, this is pretty dumb. It's dangerous. It's harmful. Uh, that ain't the case. Uh, and, and we won't even get into the intricacies of how wrong it was. Um, that information is out there. But objectively untrue and possibly harmful and further stigmatizes people who do deal with that on a daily basis. And I can tell you, I can't, I, I can't relate to what somebody who is on the spectrum or has autism goes through. I can only relate personally to what somebody with ADHD goes through. And oftentimes we feel ignored or overlooked or just dismissed for that. And sometimes that type of thing can be very crippling. Like it's very hard to get simple tasks done. It's very hard to really focus on anything. Uh, I have had over a dozen wrestlers, including about eight or nine that specifically work with her, reach out and say, thank you for saying something uh, over, uh, including multiple wrestlers who told me that they believe they are on the autism spectrum. And I've had over 50 people that have said such wonderful things to me in my DMs. Like, And it's funny because they'll be like, oh, I, I know you're getting a lot of negative DMs. I wasn't. I wasn't. It was just people who were trying to gain attention from it. And I get it. Some people will accuse me of that as well. But like, I ain't trying to get her canceled or any bullshit like that. Ronda Rousey's old videographer was in my DMs threatening to fight me over that shit. Like how fucking weird do you got to be? Like you post dangerous misinformation, you run the risk of being called out for it. I don't know her as a person. I don't know if she's a good person, a bad person, anything like that. But I'll tell you what doesn't matter to me. You're sending me a picture of somebody in uniform as if that, that somehow excuses misinformation. That's just not how it works. So for, for all the people that, said positive things and, and I, I would have loved to have dropped in her DMS and, and sent her some, some useful information on that or have had a conversation with her. But, um, listen, that, that ain't what happened. And I tried to tweet her directly. She quote tweeted me. She deleted all of it, including the post. And to me, that's, that's that. Yeah, the only thing the only thing I'll say just to answer that super chat, the only thing I'll say is I don't think WWE is going to fire anybody for sharing a video. No. Unless unless the video is flat out racist maybe or or flat and, out And they know. shouldn't. I don't think she yeah. should get fired at all. Right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. when she deleted it, I said I hope it's for the right reasons. I hope that it was 
I hope it was because she was like, um, okay, like maybe she skimmed through it, maybe something like that, because the video itself and the person in the video often stigmatizes autism and ADHD. I'm very aware of that person, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm very aware of the harmful information that that person specifically shares. And again, I don't know Lacey. Yeah. Uh, I, I know that that person who dropped in my DMs was acting as if they were they were repping her from from a friendship standpoint. I know some of her other friends have been like asking around about me and shit like that. And I'm like, it, it's the old thing you said, Jimmy. Today it's in the news. Tomorrow they're wrapping dead fish with it. I I get called out for saying stupid shit all the time. It happens. You just mm -hmm. move on. You just move on and and get over it. I don't hold any ill will. I'm sure that that's not necessarily the case on the other side, especially based on some of the reaction, but I thought it was I thought it was harmful and stigmatizing and and hurtful to I, I know it's hurtful to people because I had dozens of people dropped me very nice messages telling me that it hurt them that to to see something like that from someone that they even looked up to. But uh, that's where I'm kind of going to leave that, and we can talk about pro wrestling now. Well, the first thing that I'm going to do is I am going to put you over. Uh, you should. And, Let's do that some more. And I'm going to put Fightful over, and I'm going to put over the people involved with the Fightful, including the people behind the scenes, because I saw Why? the clip from Eric Bischoff's Strictly Business podcast. I yeah. knew that you uh, taped it because you, you told me that you did it. Uh, I saw a clip. He put you over, but he also put over Fightful. He put over the Fightful platform, and he put over the business model of Fightful. And I got to tell you, Sean, I loved hearing that, and I'll tell you why I loved hearing it. When I first came up with the name Fightful, there were people that really shit it. on that name. I hated and I, the name. You did. did, too. You didn't like it either, did you? I, I, I don't think first. I – yeah, I just kind of didn't like it. But now, in hindsight, I'm like, oh, my God, that, that was so good because – I, I was afraid it would be difficult to identify with wrestling, which I knew ultimately was my wheelhouse. Right. I was very confident in my MMA coverage, but and especially Carlos's boxing coverage too. But I thought it would be tough to identify with wrestling. And now I'm like, I'm stoked that like when I was getting this made, I was like, should I get wrestling put on there? And I'm like, no, just fightful. That that works best. Everybody knows, yeah. And yeah. the reason I wanted it is because, you know, my marketing background, I wanted something short, something easy to say, whatever. And uh, Vince Russo, I remember he shed all over the name. And so I loved hearing Eric talk about the name Fightful. And he did it in such a way that it's synonymous now with The Observer. It's synonymous with The Torch. It's synonymous with those other outlets. And uh, that was always the goal. So good on you. And again, I loved, uh, I loved uh, hearing Eric uh, put over the Fightful platform. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, he also put over me dunking on trolls on social media, by you the mentioned. way. Yeah. But uh, I, I filmed that last week with John Alba. I always love, love doing stuff with John Alba. It's on ad-free shows right now. I encourage you guys to check that out. I am a subscriber to ad-free shows, uh, and it'll be up on their their main 83 weeks feed very soon. But I, I really like talking to Eric about that stuff. I know he rubs some people the wrong way, but I, I've learned a lot just talking to Eric when we do interviews and stuff like that. And sometimes me and Eric rub each other the wrong way. Like we, we like went back at it. We've went at it a couple times, but he knows ultimately it's for the sake of a conversation. And ultimately it's Twitter. 
it ain't that serious. But yeah, and you know what? We we've talked about Eric. I I I I really feel like he's been humbled by by you know what happened with WCW, and then he had the mm-hmm. second run in WWE, and now I think he's seen. I'm getting like a almost a career resurgence here because people want to hear what I have to say about stuff that happened. 20 some years ago. I know he loves doing the, 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 the convention circuit and stuff yeah. like that. So, uh, I like him. I mean, he's, he's, he's got his, his opinion and he's going to stick to his opinion. I've talked about this before when he did the table for three with Cornette yeah. and Cornette could be a real dick and Bischoff was cool about the whole thing. Like yeah. he just, he just very calmly said, you're wrong. And I'll tell you why you're wrong. But, uh, I like him. I like, well, him. I, also, I, I mean, he's, he's, he's always been, respectful to me and stuff now granted i wasn't covering him when he was <laughs> working in wcw yeah. i'm pretty sure in i mean it's it's pretty positive that the wrestler reaction to me right now but i'm pretty sure within 10 years that ain't always going to be the case like I'm, there's going to be some fuck srs's coming from these wrestlers and execs uh i'm waiting for the srs driver you know there was somebody who who asked me if they could name a move after me and i was like i would i was like i'd rather you not that's some (laughs) that's some shit i don't want but guys get in your super chats get in your humper chats and definitely check out strictly business with john alba and eric bischoff deshire says chance of seeing osprey or Kyrie at the rumble osprey i would say probably not as much of a chance because he's working with kenny omega uh and at wrestle kingdom so i'd imagine aew would be like hey maybe maybe lay off that one Kyrie, i think is is probably the most possible of them. Caden uh, Caden asks, why does Hunter st- keep doing the cold returns? The surprise factor. Um, I mean, at this point, he's got, uh, like, what's he going to do? Hype up Bronson Reed with vignettes? Like, I unless they're like a big, big, big name, I'm okay with it. And so far, none of the people that he's brought back have been like, Oh, they're they're headed towards a world title run immediately. He had to solidify that mid card, Jimmy. Like he really, really had to to add some depth. That way, you weren't having the same matches every week. Yeah, I, I like that he's bringing new people back. I just wish again that he would understand that people watch, watching Raw don't know the NXT people. Like I wish he understood yeah. that because they don't, and 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 that's why again Gargano, a lot of the Raw audience didn't know him. Candice LeRae and Edmonton, nobody had a clue who she was. Bronson Reed, I think a lot of people didn't know who he was. I wish that he understood just because the NXT brand was his brand and his baby. And in his mind, he probably thinks, you know, well, everybody knows these people. They don't. And so I wish he kind of got that. But uh, otherwise, I have no issue with it. I mean, like you said, they needed fresh talent. And uh, we were seeing the same matches every single week. No issue with it. But I'm curious where they go. So in, we'll, we'll talk about Bronson Reed specifically. If he's going to become the Miz's uh, sidekick, that's going to suck shit. I'm so tired. I, Miz should be his sidekick. Yes, but if he's going to be a hired gun type, that's all right. If, yeah. If that's the direction. I wouldn't mind him as like a one-man APA type of thing. Like, that'd be kind of exactly. cool. Exactly. Uh, but, like, I'm so sick of Miz with lackeys. Like, we've seen it with Morrison and Champa and just uh, Sandow and just over and over and over and over again. I'm, I'm done with it. And the problem, too, is the chemistry factor. Morrison's one thing. But they like had good him, chemistry, yeah. They did. Him and Champa, none. Uh, and then and then at first the stuff with Dexter Loomis, none. Bronzer Reed, how? There, there's 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 none. So it's it's a it's a very questionable choice if that's the direction. Tim Gordon says Rex Beck on Soraya's partner at the forum. So I think when they announced it a month out, and it was after the new year and in LA and with Soraya, a lot of people immediately, myself too, 
thought, well, probably Sasha. They've they've leaned out of it a little bit in the week since. They haven't How? hit it quite as hard. They just haven't hit on it quite as hard. Okay. I tonight will be very, very telling for me, especially tonight and next week will be very, very telling because maybe they're stepping off the gas pedal a little bit. And if it ain't Sasha, I would I would have like Britt and Jamie Hayter allude to it being Sasha, and then Soraya say it ain't her. Like, go ahead and temper those expectations. Because, I mean, WWE even brought back Becky a day early. Yeah. So, they they worried about Becky being disappointing. We, granted, it was in Boston, so yeah. understandable. But, yeah, who are you thinking? Still Sasha? I, I agree with you. If they don't announce it by next week's show, then it's got to be. Yeah. Because Tony Khan, I feel, is more aware of the online criticism, if that's what you want to call it. So I think that if by next week's show Dynamite they haven't announced it, it's going to be Sasha, and otherwise they will announce it early. And uh, there's re- there really is nobody else on her level in uh, in the company, unless she pulls like Jade Cargill out of her ass. Maybe I mean I don't know. Otherwise there, there's nobody really at that level in AEW. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they they have to announce it in advance if it's not her for sure. Well, I am announcing that athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, the best multivitamin you're going to take because it it's it's in a drink. You don't want to be taking those tablets that pass right through you. You want to be taking athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. And right now at athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, you get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. I uh, take one scoop of AG1, put it in eight ounces of water, drink it first thing in the morning, feeling great. Fill in those nutritional gaps in my diet aiding with gut health and digestion, supporting a healthy immune system, supporting that energy and focus. I mentioned earlier, I have trouble focusing a lot of times. Uh, AG1 has has helped out an awful lot as as I'm getting my vitamins and getting my supplements and all that stuff. Uh, We've got this special blend of high-quality bioavailable ingredients in a scoop of AG1 that work together to fill those nutritional gaps in your diet. And you again, as I said, you want to be drinking your multivitamin. You don't want to take a tablet or anything like that. There's so many stressors in life. Sometimes it's difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits, give our bodies the nutrients it needs to thrive. Busy schedules, poor sleep, exercise. This reduces some of those stressors. I ain't got to be like, okay, got to get my greens in today. Got to balance this. Got to balance that. It helps makes my, make my diet more versatile, and that's what I always love in a product. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Somebody in the live chat suggested Rosa. What do you think about Rosa? That'd no? Be, that'd, no. Hmm. All right, well, let's, let's talk another thing about uh, Mercedes Vernado, a.k.a. Sasha Banks, a.k.a. I guess she's going to be Mercedes. Why, why did you put quotations around Mercedes Vernado as if that wasn't her real name. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just, <laughs> I don't know. I guess just that's how the brain worked on that one. I don't know. So, uh, pro wrestling, the setter, they were the, the, the ones that first broke that she was, uh, had agreed to deal with new Japan or had agreed to work wrestle kingdom or whatever. Uh, they reported that she left for Japan yesterday, December 20th, and that she's expected to be there for a couple of weeks before wrestle kingdom on January 4th. Um, we already talked about Soraya and, and if she could be the tag team partner or not. There's suggestions that Sasha wants to be a traveling champion and that she wants to maybe work Kyrie in New Japan and then maybe do some stardom dates or whatever. Have you heard anything about what the prospective plan could be 
for Mercedes Bernardo, uh, Mercedes Monet in uh, with Japan or anywhere for that matter? Well, I know that the deal was done by the end of November. I was told that last week. Um, I know there was a lot of conjecture about like what WWE did, what they didn't do, what they offered, anything like that. I was told that that, that deal was negotiated to get her out of there months ago when Raj Geary had reported it. So that was also confirmed to me. Um, I do know it's for really good money. And some people around New Japan were surprised because New Japan, I don't, I don't want to say they've pled that they don't have much money or anything like that. But there were some people that were surprised considering some of the nature of some of the deals and some of the people who haven't been brought in who have inquired about working there. Um, but if it's going to be that much money, she's wrestling. That's it. She's She's going to be wrestling. And I mean, how... We're sitting here talking about New Japan reaching a deal to bring in a women's wrestler. Yeah. They don't have women's wrestlers. Like, this would be a stardom-associated thing. Maybe she'll work some New Japan USA thing. There, there's there's so much. I mean, like, that's the thing that's lost on all this. That The fact that Sasha is such a big star, New Japan's like, let's work out a deal with her. Let's let's make this work. That's how big she is. Yeah. Isn't Kyrie on the Wrestle Kingdom card? Yeah, but I mean, like, they're, they're, and I mean, they do have an IWGP women's title now, mm -hmm. but I mean, like, how far we've come mm. just in the past year from where that wasn't a thing and now it is. And now they're like, oh, and let's also go get Sasha for this as well. Yeah. That is incredible. And, and the talent depth over there in Japan for women is just off the charts, like Maya Iwatani and Julia and Shiri Kondo and all these women, like Sasha Banks working over there is going to put a light on a whole lot of really, really outstanding Japanese female talent that a lot of people don't know about and are every bit as good, if not better than, than what's over here. Sure. I mean, she'll do the same for AEW. Yeah. I mean, she's got like 5 million Instagram followers. You know what yep. I mean? Now I had asked you off the air about Meltzer's report. Um, he, he had claimed that Sasha negotiated with WWE. They were far apart on money. WWE didn't want to pay her her ask, which was allegedly on the level of Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Um, I'll ask you first on air, I guess. Have you heard anything about that? I think you already addressed it and said no. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. I have been asking, though. But everybody that I talked to were in the past week, once Mike reported that on PW Insider, then, you know, it, it kind of flowed. And even if we don't report something, we're going to get a, a whole lot of additional details on it. And that's what happened. Like Once it's out there, people start talking and chatting a little bit. And she had even told people that she was training with that she wasn't going to be wrestling through the end of the year. But it was pretty obvious to me when she, uh, she was open to talking about conventions and talking to wrestling conventions that she, one, was gone and was definitively gone. But also, two, that she wasn't going to wrestle through the end of the year. So I I haven't heard anything about that specifically. But I what was told to me was that it was effectively done as of, like, whenever Raj reported it, as yeah. far as I, I was told. I mean, I, I think this is best for both sides. Because, you know, obviously, Sasha, she is a, a lifelong wrestling fan. And she has an appreciation for the business. I'm sure she wants to work in other areas and experience, you know, wrestling in Japan and Mexico and all these different places. And at the same time, you know, my opinion, I think if WWE wanted her bad enough, she'd be there. If they were willing to pay whatever her price was, she'd be there. And I think that their viewpoint is tainted of her because maybe because she walked out. 
So, you know, I think she's absolutely worth the same money as, say, a Becky Lynch or a Charlotte Flair, but I don't think she is to WWE at this point in time. And so I think it's, it's, it's good for both parties. I know that there are a lot of WWE fans or Sasha Banks fans that hate this news, and they're, 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 some are almost devastated, Sean, by this news. Sure. Oh, yeah. But I, I think it's a good thing for both sides. And, and let her go and get that experience. And you never know. Maybe a year from now, they circle back, depending on what happens with AEW. I think anything's possible, especially with a new regime. I think that's right. that's absolutely the case. And the, yeah, and the thing too is Sasha herself, you know, had said in interviews when she got called up to the main roster, her relationship with, was with Hunter, not with Vince. Yeah. And so she would go to him and so you'd think the new regime is a positive in that regard. But I still think that uh the timing is right for them to kind of go their their separate directions for the time being. Super Chats and Humper Chats KE775 says, "Do you think WWE will make the January 2nd Raw show a newsworthy show along with two championship matches?" Do you think we see any returns or call-ups in that episode? Um, I think that if we're getting returns and call-ups, unless they're announcing for the Royal Rumble, they'll probably just save them for the Royal Rumble. Do you think uh, Alexa takes it? Um, what? No. The title? No. No, I don't. No, I don't. Okay. I don't think so. Because they're really leaning heavily now into the Bray Wyatt stuff with her. Yeah, but they, they absolutely should. If they're going to lean into all the Jan- or the December 30th stuff and make that a big show, why not make January 2nd a big show? A week, fans get a week off. They get a time to miss Raw. Ain't mm. nobody watching that best of next week. Have you found out why they're not doing a taper Raw or a live Raw? No, I'm asking. I'm okay. asking. I was... Anymore, I get told, I'll check on that for you if officially by WWE, and then I never hear back. So now I'm going to have to poke around a little bit more. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to ask. The Shire says the NXT women's division is massively underrated. It's kicking WWE SmackDown's ass when you have Ronda, who looks like she doesn't care about even being there. In ring, I would agree. I think the, the acting on NXT, woof, it ain't for me. It is not for me. But man, they the future is uh is definitely in that nxt women's division and they are they are killing it and you know speaking of smackdown i the other day i saw Dewdrop post a picture on uh, twitter basically saying i'm still here or something like that yeah where's she been at like like hunter piper piper uh, niven why don't they bring back piper niven on smackdown i thought she because was hurt roster is like is she still injured I, is she i thought she was hurt that okay. was like three months ago yeah like yeah, over three and a half months ago. I haven't heard anything since. I'll, I'll try to find out on that. Pablo says, hello, Sean and Jimmy. Any updates on Adam Cole? No, my theory is this. When he got that concussion, it was pretty rough. He probably got his labrum or shoulder taken care of or something like that. I don't know that for sure. But if I were them, I would take my time with him. And he was working really beat up and really hurt. And a lot of people didn't know about it. Nicholas says, non-wrestling related, how good is Joey B and those Bengals getting super positive about another Super Bowl run? Me too. Me too. I still got I still got a Bengals game on the expense list, Jimmy. It's just too cold. It's too damn cold too outside. Cold. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? I am not excited about an Edmonton Northern Stanley Cup run. So at least- This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You got your Bengals shot. Oh my God. It's all I care about outside of wrestling right now is the Bengals. Like I, I love it. Um, they're killing it. Uh, even after the Owen two start, I was confident in them and I'm very, very happy. Dream Ninja says January 2nd bills at Bengals. Let's go bills. Mafia. I had an offer to go to that game. By the way, I might, I might not be working January 2nd, Monday night football bills and the Bengals. What are we doing here? I, if I, Denise, Denise got to go solo. If I had to pick a home team, it would be the Buffalo Bills. Well, know, that's the thing. Toronto. Yeah, if if I had to pick a second team, it'd be the Bills, just because they they've got a really good culture. And uh, like I remember when our last quarterback Andy Dalton knocked one of their opposing teams out of the playoffs on a historically bad year for us. A whole lot of Buffalo Bills fans went and donated to his foundation, which was very very nice, and it helped a lot of kids in Cincinnati. KE775 says, do you think NXT will have a wave of call-ups soon? Seems like NXT is ready for fresh names, especially with New Day there to bring some new eyes. Well, in addition to Fightful Awards voting on Fightful Select, we had a report recently about the process of NXT call-ups, and I think it's going to be an as-needed basis. And you're not going to see as many like years-long evaluation periods in NXT like you did before, because Triple H is he's going to streamline more of it, but as Shawn Michaels has said, he'll go weeks without talking to Triple H sometimes. Like he, the, the oversight isn't like incredible there. Uh, Triple H trusts Shawn Michaels, and then he's like, well, we're, we're going to bring up people as we need them. And I think that's what's going to happen. I don't know if we'll see waves as much. It's possible, but. Have you seen, uh, did you see NXT last night? 
I did watch it last night. There were two segments that had a very old school feel that made me think Shawn Michaels definitely had a hand in this. The one obviously was the bronze Braun breaker spear. That's an obvious one from Bret Hart Goldberg. But the other one that a lot of people may not know was uh, Electra Lopez and Indy Hartwell. Mm -hmm. Do you remember Macho Man Randy Savage? This is old school, Sean. Do you remember Macho Man Randy Savage beating Tito Santana for the Intercontinental title? I do remember that, yeah. So Savage took something out of his trunks, and when Tito lifted him up, Savage clonked him in the head, fell back on him, and pinned him. That's exactly what they did with Electra Lopez and uh, Indy Hartwell, except she was on the ropes uh, and I believe Savage had been suplexed in from the outside. And as soon as I saw that finish, I immediately thought Savage Santana. And I wish there was a way that uh, Sean could confirm it, but I bet you that's where that came from. I'll ask. I'll, I'll for sure. I mean, here's the thing. If I ask um, if I ask Sean Michaels on a media call, he'll straight up tell me. He is so transparent on those. It is such right. a breath of fresh air. He doesn't go into promoter mode. He doesn't do any stuff like that. He just answers your damn question. And I, I love it. Y'all got to listen to those. Uh, AJ says, will Jimmy Van get SRS to expense the Super Bowl ticket if fightful, uh, if, if too fightful, if the Bengals make it? Let me see where the Super Bowl is. First. You know, in, in, in inside information for people, between dividends and expenses, Fightful's not going to profit in 2022. That's not Throwing true. that out there. That Throwing that true. out there. I just want to say that is not true in the least. Uh, because I own part of the company now and I get the balance sheets and that is not true. AJ Lamb says, will Jimmy Van get SRS to expense a Super Bowl ticket to fight for the Bengals make it? Yeah. You I already asked that question, Sean. AJ Lamb says, will Jimmy Van get SRS to expense the Super Bowl ticket to fight for? Great. <laughs> I looked at it last year and I was like, there's no way. It was stupid. Redmond Survivor says, any new uh, any details on the new look sets for AEW in 2023? I don't know if they said specifically sets, but there will be a new look. Production will be a little bit different. Mike Mansuri's coming in. There's a lot of people excited about that. Wrestlers are. People in WWE and AEW are excited about that. Uh, I confirmed last week he hadn't actually started yet. I think he'll probably start after the new year, but he's observing right now. So... This is a really good thing for them, uh, and and this could be a game changer for them. One of the criticisms that uh, AEW has gotten a lot of is that it's the the, the arena's too dark, uh, and another one is the audio backstage is always shit. Like yeah. you can always hear echo, and 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 the presentation is just so dark. They definitely need to brighten it up. They need to fix the audio, and if that's where they're headed, that could be really good for them. Matt says, uh, pretty sure Tony said new set. Well, good. They need it. Well, he can, yeah, he did an interview with Scott Fishman of TV Insider, and that's where he confirmed January 4 will be the first episode with a new presentation. That's what yeah. he said. So, uh, we'll I, see. I heard of uh, another website that's getting a Tony Khan interview. Oh, yeah. Soon. Oh, that's good. Is that going to be the four seasons in Toronto? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh. It won't be me either. Oh. Oh. But yeah. it's happening. I think it, I probably it, know who it is then. That's good. It's, it's a good one. Okay. That's right. Joel Pearl. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine that'd be amazing <laughs> that'd be amazing that'd be amazing man trim blade says please pass a note to the weekender mm-hmm. to talk about that tornado tag match from glory pro sunday good god almighty it was good yes yeah, so we often have people even though we you know we cover raw smackdown rampage dynamite nxt impact nightly we every weeknight we're live we have another show on fightful select called the weekender 
to talk everything else. Steven Jensen does an incredible job covering it. Uh, how about this one? Scotty Wrestling, old Scott Edwards, is doing a uh, Japan version of that on Fightful Select for the new year. So all of you are asking for more uh, Japanese wrestling coverage. Not only is Scotty Wrestling bringing you stuff like Julia, like incredible interviews that he, he's just killing it with. He's going to have a podcast over on Fightful Select as well. But I'll pass that note to Steven. Does he speak Japanese? No, absolutely not. Uh, okay. But he gets a he gets a translator. So oh, he does. Okay. Wrestling with Will says, "Who's it gonna be?" Yeah, yeah. Figured. Ricardo says, "Merry Christmas to you guys and your family. Love you." Well, Merry Christmas. Uh, Caden asks, "Can Jimmy expense Sean Super Bowl tickets?" Sean's got all these people in his back pocket. Just, AJ just says, "Looking for the opportunity." Man, get SRS to expense the Super Bowl ticket to Fightful if the Bengals make it. Where Kate, is the Super Bowl in uh, 23? I can tell you where this super chat is. Can Jimmy expense Sean Super Bowl tickets? It's in uh, Glendale, Arizona. Glendale, Arizona. Hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll make a trip to Glendale, Arizona for the Super Bowl if that happens. Anton says, Sasha Kyrie is certainly an American New Japan card. Maybe. It would, it would need to be with their biggest show yet, though. It would have to be their biggest show yet. NBA Mixed Doc says, any word on, on a brand split, even maybe new sets for the Fed instead of those iPad Titantrons? I haven't heard of any plans to update WWE sets or anything like that. Uh, from what I heard, it's a cost that they don't feel is necessary. Or And, and I shouldn't say uh, apply it to the whole company, but the decision makers. A brand split, I mean, they're technically in it, unless you mean AEW. AEW's got one, too, with AEW and ROH, effectively. But Yeah, the brand split is technically there, but technically not there now. Yeah. Like guys are jumping back and forth all the time. Matt James says, Happy holidays to everyone at Fightful. Been pondering this recently. Any chance Mania weekend, we get a WWE Forbidden Door show of sorts with New Japan as it's in California. Not Mania weekend, because if they do a Forbidden Door show with New Japan, that will take the... the that will be the focal point and nothing is going to be the focal point, but WrestleMania on WrestleMania weekend. So that's, that's going to be that, that, that would be somewhere completely different. I would imagine. Now maybe we'll see somebody like sort of pop up, mm. but yeah. And, and you know, Jimmy, it doesn't matter if you're popping up in Japan or the States NordVPN.com slash fightful has you covered. Cause you can change your virtual location with just one click. You can say you're in Nebraska or Japan with NordVPN.com slash Fightful, the fastest VPN in the world. How about this? It works on your phone, your desktop, your laptop, your PC, your router, your TV. Probably that mic Jimmy's holding. Probably got a way to work on that at this point. So many different devices with just one. See about this isn't a Bluetooth ad, Sean. Remember? With NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You want to get pay-per-views at a much more affordable rate, get access to more content than ever before. Block online trackers, block annoying pop-up ads, block malware. You get four months free on this incredible deal that's going to end up saving you money and a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't like it, you get your money back. It's a great gift idea, especially for people who are on their PC, on their phone, on their devices all the time, which is almost everybody at this point. Uh, it's a deal that will end up saving the person that you're getting it for money it's a good time. You know you want that. You, you know you want to save these people money. How about that? Instead of a gift card, you can get somebody something that will end up saving them on pay-per-views. 
They'll be able to watch AEW without commercials. All kinds of neat things with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. What else you got, Jimmy? You know, I had printouts from the different ad reads, you know, to hold up. And I can't find shit. <clears throat> well. So it's really disappointing. Caden asks if you can send him an SRS mask. No. I might still Cam- have some. Cameron Penny says anything new on Cody. I mean, he's he's not it's not gonna be long he'll be back sooner than later within the next five weeks obviously i I was told just outright he's gonna be back by mania if anybody had any doubt whatsoever a very obvious thing but it was told to me outright yes he will be back by mania but he was in la on a bridge in his gear filming a 2k commercial so um can't believe it can't believe it's that far off right yeah well they're also releasing a best of set for him and, and the yeah. timing of that's kind of suspect, too, I think. Let me ask you this. So I think it was Meltzer that reported that WWE is planning to resume the Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins program when he returns in the new year. Have you heard anything about that? Because to me, that makes zero sense on, on so many levels. I mean, Cody already beat him like two or three times. Seth is clearly positioned as a babyface on TV right now. Makes no sense. Have you heard anything about that? To me, it only makes sense if Seth wins one of the titles. That's it. That's the only way. If Seth manages to pick up one, the WWE Championship, then that makes that can make a little bit of sense. Mm. But otherwise, it doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, uh, John Cena. So uh, they confirmed on SmackDown uh, last Friday that he's going to be on the December 30 uh, episode. He's going to be in a tag team match. Him and Kevin Owens against Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. It's a perfect way to continue the bloodline story, having uh, not just Cena and Roman you know, in there to, to spotlight it, but you got Kevin and Sami in there too. My first question is, do you think that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn go at it full on in that tag match, or do you think they continue the whole not touching thing? Um, I think that we get a face off and a tease and maybe they don't. I think that should be the story of the match is that they don't Cena hits the AA Cena pin Sammy. But, um, I, I think that, I think that you got to utilize John Cena in, in this specifically and be like, okay, he gets the pin. It's his triumphant return. Roman's pissed. Cause John ain't going to be around to get, revenge on right so then he really zeroes in on kevin owens because of that uh to me the story is right there and because sammy won't attack owens it costs them the match cena spins him around attitude adjustment pinfall sammy's the one to blame do you think that cena appearing on smackdown could lead to some kind of royal rumble confirmation no i don't i i would love that yeah you see, did you see the way they promoted that, Jimmy? I had actually tweeted about that a few months ago about the fact that John Cena wasn't going to have a match in 2022 or yep. possibly couldn't. I mean, I, I love it because I, it just doesn't feel right, you know, Cena going that long without a match. I mean, it's been, he's had like a few over years, but I got to say, WWE, when they have had John Cena, have just perpetually misused him. I understand last year they wanted to make the Roman Reigns match special and all that stuff, but you had that guy at, I think it was 
six SmackDown tapings and two Raw tapings and didn't have him wrestle. And to me, it doesn't eliminate the allure of John Cena wrestling Roman Reigns in the main event of SummerSlam in a football stadium if you put him on TV when you have him. So I'm glad that they're having him wrestle. Also, during the pandemic, Jimmy, the the few days they had him, they should have filmed shit. They should have filmed squashes with him. I don't give a shit. Have him hitting the AA on Heath Slater or something. I don't care. Get him on your three-hour show that nobody was watching. I just, ah, man. The one thing I would like to know, if there's a way to find out, I'd like to know if the studio prevented him from getting more physical. I'd like to know if that was possible. He was having matches last year. Oh, yeah, because he did the live events, right? He, he, he did. Shows. Yeah, he did 16 matches That's right, he did last house year. Shows. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm good with him doing house shows. Like, of course, you want to sell yeah. those tickets. But, I mean, specifically, gosh, he had eight dark matches, including one that was at MSG. That's right. For that's that, right. that SmackDown. Like, it must have been Vince just wanting to hold it for the pay-per-view. But, I mean, even that. Like, do it at MSG at least. Oh, mm. man, it was so frustrating you're right and and they and i mean it's funny when you really think back on it because when rock made his return after like seven years it started with a tag team match of the survivor series sure and a shitty tag team match of the survivor yeah, series it was bad. bad and and so it is kind of interesting that with and i know that that was a, a lot of that was the rock because he wanted to wrestle at madison square garden but still you to know me, if you, you have the biggest star in wrestling in the last 15 years use him when he's there yeah uh, i agree I agree. Tom talks rubbish says, what is everyone's match of the year? Personally, okay. FTR and Briscoe's, Bianca Becky Mania, and Gunter Sheamus at uh Clash of the Castle. At Clash of the Castle on the, the global scale. Hmm. I agree with Becky and Bianca. That was a fun match. And I'm gonna go a little uh, off to the side on this one. I'm going to go with Sami Zayn, Johnny Knoxville. Oh, it was incredible. Because was, I loved it. I loved it. I and as a matter of fact, how is Sam, is Sami Zayn on the list of Performer of the Year? Oh, of course he's on Performer of the Year. So for those of you who don't know, on FightfulSelect.com, we have switched up some traditional awards. We've added some awards. Like we have the U20 award for, for wrestlers under 20 years old. But we we did two separate like top awards, men's and women's. But we have in-ring wrestler of the year, and we have overall performer of the year. And I think that that's a, a fine example of that. We also have best men's and women's promo. So we have what combined is is the you know the the promo work and the the in-ring work, and we have that separately too to kind of see how that goes. And it's pretty pretty interesting. I'm, I'm how is Sami Zayn doing, doing for performer of the year? Because he should damn well win that. Well, it's not up yet. Oh, but okay, I'll tell okay. you what, he's doing real good this year in the awards voting. Good, because he's, he's had a year, a career year for, for Sami Zayn. Let me ask you about this. So last Friday on SmackDown, they continued the Uncle Howdy, uh, Bray Wyatt, LA Knight storyline. And they had Uncle Howdy, of course, come out on the stage. My personal opinion, okay. I didn't like it. I thought it was it looked hokey. Like, looked like Oz. Yes, it looked like it, it, it looked like Ted DiBiase with an Oz mask. Yeah. And he stood there pretending to laugh because clearly the laughing was on speakers. So he stood there pretending to laugh for what felt like three days. And I just watched that thinking, this is hokey. This is early 90s WWE. I didn't think it was good. 
I did a Twitter poll, and the and the Twitter uh, question was your thoughts on the Bray Wyatt Uncle Howdy storyline so far. Three uh, options. The winning option was get to the payoff already, forty six point nine percent, followed by really liking it at twenty seven point six percent, and then it's too hokey at twenty five point five percent. What are your thoughts on the Bray Wyatt Uncle Howdy storyline so far? I think he is doing a very good job with his stuff. Um, I think that they need to listen. I want some stuff to develop and all that, but it's the same old Bray Wyatt thing where they'll do things where nothing really progresses. And I don't think it's his fault, but I want to see him just do something. I'm, I'm ready to see some advancement. Now I'm not saying like, get in there, have your match, reveal this, reveal that. Yeah. It's just uncle howdy walking out there. Okay what was that supposed to prove like that that's not him or that like well, we knew like him them ha- carting somebody out there in a mask doesn't do anything for us like yeah, yeah. that make us go oh shit it's not him not really yeah i don't know and and like you know la night has really been the star of the whole program because uh, yeah. la night has, has been really really good whole thing it's like uncle Co- uncle uncle cody Uncle Howdy's, Uncle Howdy's just standing on the stage not doing shit. If you're LA Knight, why do you even stop the beat down on Bray Wyatt? Keep you know shit who, out of him. Uh, you know who Cody called Uncle Fred forever, right? Yes, Fred Ottman, yes. The Shockmaster, Typhoon. Still does, I think. Yeah. Still does. Damn right he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love to see it. Love to see it. What are your thoughts on this? So Mandy Rose, uh, TMZ reported that within a week of her getting let go by WWE, she profited half a million dollars on her subscription service. My question for you is, do you think that this could become a problem for WWE with respect to other yes. people on the roster that are like, oh, shit, I could do that? In the words of uh, a wise man, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. Uh, not at all. You cannot buy the type of publicity that Mandy Rose got last week. You absolutely can't. Now, here's the thing. As we reported on FightfulSelect.com last week, best $5 in the business, please subscribe. She knew that the stuff she was doing could get her in trouble, and there there is documented stuff that I've seen where she has said that. Mm-hmm. However, she got her year on TV as champion. She got years on cable TV. She got a pretty good commercial for that. And now she is going to make more in a week or two than she would have made in several years in WWE. Because from what I understand, as we reported on FightfulSelect.com, she wasn't heading back up to the main roster, from what I understand. Wasn't even considered, wasn't discussed, anything. Gigi and JC were considered, but not Mandy, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, I do think it could be a problem. And as I mentioned last week, like if Mattel raises issues, sorry, that Mattel's going to be more valuable, more valuable than almost any single performer, almost. Uh, and that that is not just on her or anything like that. However, if it's fairly tame or something within the parameters of of all that, you just let them do it behind their paywall for many reasons. One, you can pay them less yourself. You can negotiate and say, well, you've also got this source of income. We know that this serves as a commercial. I'll give you guys a good example. Uh, Last year, uh, a wonderful girl by the name of Destiny FOMO sponsored us. Uh, She has an OnlyFans. 
And she said, hey, listen, I understand that could cause some issues with your other sponsors. You don't have to outright say it. Obviously, we don't have any moral issues saying that. We don't give a damn. But she was smart enough to realize, well, if you're going to put us on your podcast frame, that is a nonstop commercial. If you're talking, telling people to go to my Twitter, like basically WWE doing every single time that these people are on TV, they're going to find my page. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. not tough. They're good. If they're going to find this content if they seek it out. So it serves as a commercial. So therefore, that serves as, as effectively a commercial for their brand and all that. And you could probably negotiate a, a lower price if that's the case. Now you get into the territory where WWE might have to first add language into their deals to put provisions where if somebody on their roster starts one of these pages that they might have to negotiate a different deal. It's a very fascinating concept. I'm going to try to get as much information on it as I can because this is one of the most, again, fascinating aspects of WWE. And I've got some news on... I got some news on some possible uh, no cut clauses that people are talking about as well that were not possibilities. I got a whole lot of details on on Vince McMahon, what he wanted to do, what he didn't want to do, and WWE. I think that right now, through the next, two, I'd say up until about the end of 2024, we are going to see the most fascinating period in WWE contracts since they started to do the guaranteed deals. And we got a bunch of people in our chat saying Chelsea green deactivates her only fans. Well, I mean, that makes me, I, I can tell you one thing in the conversations I've had with her, she's doing pretty good on there. So I wonder what they had to offer her or maybe she, here's another thing, Jimmy, maybe she says I'll be on TV for a few more years. When that's over, I'll go right back to it. I'll have developed a bigger audience there's there's so much to like to to unpack in that situation, and I love to find this stuff out. Mm. Interesting that that so many people in the live chat got that news so quick, eh, Sean? That's wild, right? <laughs> Listen, hey, we we support all paywalls, especially Queen Stooge number one, Chelsea Green, right? Friend of the show, who good will Canadian not, girl too, good Canadian girl. Who will not confirm to me that she's going back to WWE. She's still giving me the he 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 type of reaction for it. But I know yeah. you are, Chelsea. I know you are. <laughs> Bear Hudson says, what do you think of the recent report on WWE possibly being sold to NBCU in 2024? Is it possible? Thank you guys for all the hard work you do. You're saying no, Jimmy. Not in 2024. I think if WWE gets sold, um, it could be as a part of a larger rights fee deal. Like a company just says, we're buying up the whole damn thing. That way we're not going to pay... Uh, pay the rights fee deals anymore and it'll pay itself off in a decade oh i i totally agree with that i totally agree with that it's not gonna happen in 2024 i don't think like Uh, so so the the deals will get negotiated next june july ish that's when they'll probably get negotiated i do think nbcu i i saw that report that that was somebody's opinion uh it wasn't fact but their suggestion is that fox is going to lose the rights to smackdown because nbcu kind of needs it more Mm mm-hmm I'm not completely sold on that because when you look at Friday nights right now, in terms of the 18 to 49 SmackDown's one or two, like yeah. almost every Friday night. And so I'm not completely sold on the fact that Fox is just going to let it go unless NBCU needs it so badly that they're going to, that they're going to up the rate. And where, where would NBCU put it? Like, do you think they would just 
be on USA again on, on Fridays or whatever show? Where do you think they would put uh, SmackDown? I think it'd be on a Thursday or something like that. I don't think they would do Fridays if they could avoid it. On a Thursday on USA Network? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll see what happens. I Everything makes sense to me. It makes sense that NBC, you would want to get everything under their umbrella, and it makes sense that they would then want to turn that into an acquisition. All of that makes sense. I just don't think it's going to happen uh, in 2024. Sure. Um, we've got <laughs> Man with Beard saying, we are an army of simps, and we are not ashamed. Listen, bring us that paywall content over to FightfulSelect.com. We're heading over there for the list goes on. Holy in a shit, moment. it's 401 already, Sean. Wow. It is. And we're going to wrap up with Kim Gray, who sent us a Humper Chat over at HumperChats.com. Reminder, you can get those in before tonight's AEW show. She says, does next week Best of Raw break the weekly episodic TV show record since it's not new? No, they have been preempted many, many times. They've went without shows many times. They've had Best of clip shows. It's more that it's the longest running weekly episodic, meaning that they will continue after that but that's a good question I, I like that one but guys check out our sponsors athleticgreens.com slash fightful and of course nordvpn.com slash fightful list goes on hey i dropped an interview with evil uno yesterday we got ej and duca this week grapsity is killing it with interviews i am so so happy something i wanted to mention i've been doing the fightful wrestling weekly for about four or five years since before we even started select and my goal then was to have a thousand words in it a week. And it is uh, our exclusive info that we've reported or exclusive details we've added on. We had 4,800 words in last week's uh, Fightful Wrestling Weekly. And that's because of myself and Jeremy Lambert and uh, Steven Jensen and Scott Edwards and all the Grapsity guys, Reg, Phil, and Will, doing just some incredible work uh, getting some exclusive info. But it ain't, it ain't all me anymore, and I'm so happy to see them stretching their legs, doing interviews. Uh, they did a uh, Grapsy did a great interview with Willow Nightingale that's killing it right now, too. So check them out, guys. We've got nice little playlists on YouTube.com slash Fightful where you guys can find that as well. I actually want to say quickly, uh, I want to wish everybody happy holidays and uh, happy new year because next Wednesday I can't be here. I'm going to be uh, with family. So happy holidays, happy new year. This was our sixth year and another really good one, our best one to date. And uh, happy holidays to you too, Sean Rossap. Thank you very much. Um, well, hold on. We've got one more super chat that came in, and I, I hate to miss these. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, AJ Lamb says, will Jimmy Van get SRS to expense the Super Bowl ticket to Fightful if the Bengals make it? Until next time, we're out. <laughs>